0: Welcome to episode 29 of the Saturday Morning Gaming Show. It's the Retro Podcast, where we choose one game, an episode, and share our experiences from the title screen all the way to the credits. Today, we're going through the co-op story mode in Serious Sam, The First Encounter. So keep your guns up and your eyes forward, and be on the lookout for... Welcome to the Saturday Morning Gaming Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome. It is April 11th, 2021, and I'm your co host, The Fat Wizard, joined today by Alimaxia and Lobos. And today we're taking a look at Serious Sam, released in North America March twenty first, two thousand and one. Uh, and also, if you're watching the videos, technically we're playing the HD version, uh, but it's basically the same game; just looks prettier. And I actually did go back and look at some of the old, old footage of Serious Sam, and yeah, th- this looks quite a bit better. <laughs> uh, I was I was very impressed with that. What do you What you guys think?
1: I didn't go back and uh, look at any of the original, I'm sorry, but I was very pleased with just how smooth this game Mm. ran. One of the things I first noticed whenever I loaded it up was just, I I know it's an older game, I know that, yeah, everything just runs faster, runs nicer, but overall, Mm -hmm. it was just a very pleasurable experience from the moment I stepped into it.
2: I had played the original, like you know, back in the day, probably not all the way through, but for at least a couple hours. And so I didn't really remember it too well in detail, but yeah, it was just, it was great. It was very, you know, it was, everything was up to date. It felt like an old game in the sense it's just very like run and, gr- run and gun kind of, kind of quake. But, you know, it had everything else yeah, that I would a expect.
0: A lot of large open environments yeah. here. And one of the cool things about this game is the single player campaign can be played with I think you up to 16 players together, there's a whole host of options. You can have like friendly fire, a different amount of lives, but we played through without any friendly fire (laughs) and kind of infinite lives. And that was a lot of fun. So we're in the very first level here. I've set up the server and the level here is the, uh, oh boy, there's a temple, (laughs) (laughs) an Egyptian sounding temple. And you basically start out, and there's two areas you can go. There is the temple itself, and then there's a big desert. And you can actually run all the way to the end of that desert and find yourself a cool little secret. And if you do, a bunch of enemies spawn and start firing on you. And and it's a a cool way to get the game started. Letting you know what it's all about.
1: A lot of little hidden areas, um, some yeah. of them with giant headed developers, yeah, that pop out, yeah, particularly. <laughs> say hello, mm-hmm.
0: it's great. And and this game gets you going real quick with the weapons. So, you start out with a uh, it's a, a show field 45, um, and then you also have a military knife. And then, uh, pretty soon, right here, we are actually picking up a second of those revolt or their cults. I guess it's a cult. And uh, so you're kind of, like, de deal- wielding those, and it's, it's great. A lot of this game is really just circle strafing while firing. Yeah. And it was funny because I think Lobos, st- when you were streaming this, when we were mm-hmm. playing co-op, mm-hmm. and uh you were like hey what's the reload button yeah. and i think someone in chat said like there is no reload button well there is but most guns don't use it i think the only one that uses it is the quarter. right yeah and so to give you kind of an idea was like literally just running around and shooting yeah, and that still that's,
1: didn't that's cool. stop me from habitually hitting reload over and over and oh, over yeah. and over again definitely
2: yeah.
0: now here's a part i really like here actually by by the way if you're looking at the video here you see a bunch of um a bunch of fruit and vegetables coming out of exploded enemies. And there's a couple of different gore options. One of them is uh is like kitty, and I think there's a bunch of like confetti that flies <laughs> out, and in this one is I think called hippie, which is a bunch of vegetables that come out. But you come up and there's over the hill we have uh the most notorious creature in the game is the beheaded uh what is it called? The beheaded rocketeer. Or oh, sorry, beheaded bomber. <laughs> And it's basically an enemy that has no head, but it's got two bombs on its hands, right? And it screams at you. And everyone that's played Serious Sam recognizes that from the audio. And so you see one coming down the hill at you. And Sam gets kind of cocky. And he's like, "Ha!" Ah, he screams back at him. He's like, ah, yourself. And then like six or seven of them come down the hill. And I think that was a really cool moment that uh, it really amped up the excitement there. Now,
1: with the multiplayer of this, if you were to add up to, like, the 10 or 16 people, would there have been, like, more just, like, flooding over the hill? I kind
2: of would hope so, you know?
0: (laughs) I I couldn't tell if if more enemies came. I will say there's a bunch of different difficulty levels. That's true. And that that certainly would increase the enemy. I think we started out on hard mode, and then later on, we tried with some of the more... uh, exotic modes one of them (laughs) being mental uh so there's of course a serious mode by the way let's uh let's go into a little bit of the story doesn't really matter but uh (laughs) i did look it up just because i wanted to be able to explain a little bit about what's going on so there's a there's this commander named mental i think his name is mental and he's basically taking over the world or something like that and serious Sam has to go back in time. I'm not making well, this up. I mean, he obvious. goes back in yeah. time to like I think he has to like get some elements from various locations in, in in the world. If I remember right, we're trying to find one of the elements in this temple. Mm. And the first three or four levels are basically finding different elements. You pick up these elements and then move them over here and do something else. And I guess that's gonna save the world. I don't know. I think in single player, they may explain this a little bit more, (laughs) but honestly, it was just fun to play with you guys and and, uh, shoot monsters. This kind of
2: reminds me of watching it and and thinking about what the gameplay is. It almost reminds me of a non-RPG faster pace Might and Magic, which we played before, which is just like, but it's also toned down because the whole gameplay is like making sure you're always moving and strafing perpendicular to the things that are you know, shooting projectiles at you and stuff and then and then taking them down. At least the way that I played it, you know, I was I used a lot of bow and arrow in that game. But, yeah, it's just... Uh, there's a bunch of different enemy types and it's kind of cool because each one kind of has... Not necessarily all of them, but some of them have very unique things that you, you need to kind of pay attention to. In particular, the Ah guys are... You know, they'll tell you when they're a mile away and you can expect them coming. But when there's a bunch of them, it's kind of interesting to try and use your 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 ears to figure out which one's closest and then turn towards that one and see.
1: Yeah, sound for me was very much a mm-hmm. a thing that I needed to have just the directional sound yeah. to to know where the enemies were and, and how close they were cuz even the even like the skeletons and the yeah. bulls that we encounter later on just knowing like, oh God, there's bulls coming. I need to really be on the lookout for these giant things charging me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I really like the, the frantic gameplay that occurs when those beheaded bombers come up on you because if they get too close to you, they'll obviously blow up. So you want to shoot them before they get too close to you and occasionally they'll get close to you where you know that if you if you yeah. kill them they yeah. will blow you up. So that it becomes this kind of a fun game of like all right, well if I can if I can do li- just a little bit of damage to stagger him, it kind of stuns him <laughs> for a second and then I can run away. And that's always fun to to try to play with that a little bit. Continuing on the discussion about the enemies there, a lot of them have extremely simple patterns, but what This game does well is it just spawns a ton of them such that by happenstance, all the patterns coming at you at the same time add for a lot of like, all right, I need to go kill this guy first, sidestep over here, kill these two guys, jump over here, and then kill this guy. And it all kind of like, when you know the patterns, it's really cool because you get this like flow of Mm -hmm. combat, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not demonstrating the (laughs) flow very well in the video. I'm certainly getting hit. Oh yeah, that's one of the favorite things I got. So one of the weapons is, or one of the enemies here is, or um, mm-hmm. uh, it's a clear skeleton, which basically looks like a. Um, uh, what does it look like? A bull kind of. No, it looks kind of like know. a
1: bull that leaps at you. It, it really does. Yeah. yeah, like on two, yeah, two legs, right?
0: And uh, well, you like could change your bowl. character model. And unfortunately, Lobos decided to be one of those. Yeah, it's so funny. We were constantly I'm constantly shooting I'm watching this, but...
2: and uh, I'm like, "Who's that? Who's that skeleton?" Oh, that was
1: me the whole time. <laughs> now you know why we're trying to kill you the whole game.
0: One of the things I love doing is the bolt. Those those clear skeletons, they charge at you, and at the last minute they jump. And I love sitting there with my double barrel shotgun and waiting to the last yeah. minute and just boof. And the bones kind of like continue flying past my face. And it feels so satisfying when you just, when you annihilate an enemy as it's charging you.
1: Shotguns are a lot of fun. (laughs) What I really liked doing against the uh, clears was what you're kind of talking about is learning the attack patterns and just waiting for them to charge and do a little sidestep. It didn't take much Mm -hmm. to to dodge a few of them. Yeah, there you go, trying to kill Lobos. You five or six try chasing you, you lose track of which one you just dodged. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: and a good example is these bulls that are coming. Yeah. These bulls are super easy. Like, you take one-on-one. Any, uh, any of the enemies in this game, basically one-on-one, they're incredibly easy to just dodge. Like you said, a simple little s- to the left or mm-hmm. to the right, but often there's so many of them that you're sidestepping right into another bull charging you. So we got to uh, kind of our first boss here. We are in the Valley of the Kings. Uh, it looks like that's level number four, and we made it to just kind of like an, an open desert in between two of the tombs, and this big goro-looking boss mm-hmm. here. He's probably scaled up. You know, if we were to use Sam as a as a scale, he's probably twenty times larger than him. And so he's coming, he's got, like, these big four Goral arms, and he's chucking fireballs at him. And what was really cool is I see, uh, I'm sitting there with, like, this little gun, just like, <laughs> pew, 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 and then I got the Calvary Lobos and Almaxi behind me shooting rockets, yeah. just, like, chunking his life. And I was like, woo, there we go, boys.
2: Yeah, well, it's one of those games where you'll get, like, particularly more powerful weapons, and uh, the weapons alone will have their own discussion, I'm sure, but they get pretty ridiculous, and... Any game where I get a rocket launcher and there's, like, little enemies, like, I'm not going to use them there. I'm going to wait for the big boy and just unleash.
0: (laughs) Wait for the big boy. Now, uh, we also found water. By the way, water looks fantastic in this game. And there's these, uh, these fish that will electrify you but they also had they would like jump out of the water and then like push you in the water and i wasn't sure if that was intentional but many times i did get jump attacked by a fish in the water and and got killed by they had
2: some big knockback yeah
0: yeah some serious knockback there i wanted to go real quick back to the story here Mm. and just to kind of clarify what's going on so yeah uh, there is a a big conflict in ancient times between Earth and and Mental, which was a extraterrestrial being. And so there's, an, there's another race called the Syrians. They were a technically advanced uh, sentient alien race. I think if we've played Mass Effect, we've heard this one before, uh-huh. right? And this alien race left many of its artifacts sure. uh, that could be discovered by humanity. And so uh, humans are being overwhelmed by the Reapers, uh, or I mean, Mental and his, his army. Me. And they, humanity uses something called the time lock, which transports that character back to ancient times. And that character being Serious Sam.
1: 100,000 years.
2: Nice. You know, that's a really easy way to not have to explain a bunch of stuff like, oh, this ancient civilization had the tech. They just did it. And now you found it, and you can use it. So you're like, "Oh, how?" You're like, "Well, yeah. nobody knows. Nobody knows. Like, it just <laughs> works." Okay, so do it.
0: Uh, don't worry <laughs> about it. Hey, and we just saw there's a portal here. This is one of the first games that I can really remember that that had portals. Obviously, we had uh, Prey. Doom did it back in the day. I don't. Doom.
2: Doom. Doom did teleporters like floor. Four uh, portals. Okay,
0: sure. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't it wouldn't render. So mm,
2: I see what you're saying.
1: It was like looking
2: through a window to
1: this other. Right. other yes. Yeah, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. Now it wasn't as when when you think about portal itself, the the actual PC uh-huh. game portal, that was a lot smoother transition where it actually felt like you were moving from one area to another seamlessly. This one does kind of just drop you there so you can tell that there's definitely something pushing you over there. But it does a pretty good job of, of making it, like Al Maxi said, look like a window to that yeah. area next to next to uh, where you're going.
2: Just more of that ancient tech.
0: You know, since we're on the topic about technology here, I think it's really worth discussing a little bit about why Sirius Sam was so impactful to the industry. And, you know, in 2001, there was a ton of first-person shooters... And if we look at, you know, we had like Half-Life, we had Doom, we had um, Quake, many of those using, you know, the Doom engine and Sirius Sam was using a different engine. It was called the Sirius engine. One of the advantages of this engine was that it allowed for these very, very large open areas with tons of enemies. And that was a limitation that Doom and Quake had is when they were making maps, they would construct what's called a bsp or binary space partition and what that does is it segment segments the level into multiple different like uh, segments Mm -hmm. such that if those segments aren't active or being loaded it reduces the draw and memory and all that stuff and so that works very well when you have a level that is a bunch of narrow hallways and, and turns and stuff like that but a new set of technology needed to be written to be able to support these large open environments because you couldn't just call out all these things that were not able to be seen. Uh, so couple that with the huge amount of enemies, again in Doom, yeah. you know, they were you know maybe 10, 20 enemies if you were lucky. But I think in here we're routinely seeing uh 30, 40 in some of the later stages. So Serious props, yeah, pun intended. Oh. Serious props to the team for for kind of branching out and and innovating on that that front. Now, having said that, it's unfortunate that there's not a whole lot of things to do in these open <laughs> environments. It's just like yeah you just kind of run and you're like, wow, I can run forever, but there's nothing to do here. But that that stuff comes later in, in, in the game. Yeah.
2: Right? And that's what I was going to say is like these super, super huge areas are are pretty unique to see in like a video game. And you're like, whoa, it's huge. And then you spend like five minutes running across it, not doing <laughs> anything. And you're like, oh, it's huge. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. Great.
0: <laughs> oh, I got to go all the way back. Cool. Actually, we did one, we did one thing where we were going to, uh, I wanted to see how far we could run and I think it did take about five minutes and I was like, you know what? It's just faster if I restart the server than, than oh, actually yeah, running yeah. back here. So that that's that's never a good sign when you're just like, let's just restart the game. <laughs> so let's see. I'm trying to see what level we're on right now. Honestly, a lot of them look the same. There's sort of three... Palettes to the game. There's ancient Egyptian stuff.
2: Outdoor night Egyptian. Oh yeah, there's there's night (laughs) stuff
0: too. That's right. That's right. And there's uh like a Mesopotamia thing, more of a city
1: thing
3: Mm -hmm.
0: later on. And kind of an
1: alien spaceship.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Now, unfortunately, I didn't realize there were secret levels in the game. Or we would have tried to do them. But unfortunately, yeah, there is two secret levels. Mm. One is called Moon Mountains. i looked looked them up. It doesn't actually... You're not like on the moon or anything, so not super impressive. Uh, But you can find that off of the Valley of the Kings. And then there is a level called the Sacred Yards... after Luxor, which is level 12. So nice. Uh, if you are thinking about playing this game, you might want to take a look and see if you can find how to find the secret levels. I actually didn't even look them up how to get there. I just know that they exist. No
2: spoilers. Yeah,
1: Nice. No spoilers. So still, yeah, <laughs>
0: you can kind of have some fun finding those.
1: You know, speaking about the levels, I did feel like for this game, the, the level design and complexity, I feel like as the game went, as we got further in the game, the complexity and levels just got less.
3: Mm.
1: I don't mm. know if they got on a time crunch But I feel like there wasn't as much To the level There was just we'd walk into a large arena Kill stuff and then walk into the next Large yeah. arena The early levels was a lot more a, a little more corridor We're going through those temples and trying to find those elements And I really like the design And I also like the traps that they, that they set mm. in there Like they, they, they lure you in With that little full health piece A little while ago you saw me run in and get <laughs> yeah. trapped Yeah yeah in, yeah, yeah. That in was
0: I loved how
1: how the game just lures you in with these little things. Like you know you need this health, but you know the price you're going to pay to come get this.
0: And you, when you see a waterfall like we see right now, you know there's going to be behind something behind there, and sure yeah. enough, there is. So that that was a big reward there. Now this is I actually really liked this. Uh, Lobos decided to go AFK, what? and oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what we did. Uh, we lured some of the bombers. So the bombers will basically, you know, follow you around. And I was like, all right, watch this. And I got it to follow me and then ran right behind Lobos. So the direct kind <laughs> of sight. Wow. Was the, Rude. Was the, it was the Rude. bomber and it blows up on Lobos. Uh, uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to kill him. He came back and he's like, oh, I'm still alive? What the heck? But yeah, we just. Uh, oh, no, you oh, did kill no, me. We did get you. Oh, my God. Yeah, gosh, we got you. No. That was good. So this is a cool area. We are in the Oasis, which is level 5. And uh a stark contrast to what we were in before because it's very very lush green grass mm-hmm. here. Uh as you know, as the name implies, there is a little body of water that you can swim around in and some palm trees. So that was a cool thing after about you know 5 levels changing up the desert motif and getting into some of this. And then we're going to play in this for a little bit before we go we go back to the The sand there. But yeah, a lot of this, like you said, Al Maxi, is we've been sitting in the same area for probably fifteen minutes as hordes of enemies come (laughs) and they kind of show their hand early on in the game. Like by level six, you feel like you've seen pretty much all the enemies. Mm -hmm. You've seen most of the guns. And now it's just continue doing that and ramp up the difficulty.
1: And more combos of enemies and more of these Mm darn frog yeah oh <laughs> I do
2: like these little event things they do though I don't think any of them were particularly <laughs> difficult like they basically make it a boss fight but instead of a boss it's just spawning a bunch of enemies and in sequence and you have to take them all out but it's got like a boss health bar to show you like your progress
0: yeah that le- latest one we got trapped in a room with a bunch of these marsh frogs coming at up uh, from these like dispensers all around the tops of the room. And those things will blow up when they die or they run into you. Um, but yeah, like you said, they, it shows a sort of a counter of how many you have to kill. And then once those are all dead, you can move on to the next room. Mm-hmm. Oh, my
2: gosh. All the frogs. There were a <laughs> lot of frogs, huh?
1: I, I would say probably the frogs were my second most hated. Enemy.
2: <laughs> Is the first the. Uh, what are they? The, the key, creels? Key, clears. Yup, yeah, yeah, like
3: yeah, those
0: jumpy skeletons. <laughs> I, I also like the death messages. Uh, it says Alamaxia ate a Marsh yeah, Hopper, yeah. and then when you respawn, it says you're riding the gun again. And we just got a minigun. Oh man, this is probably one of my favorite guns. It is the uh, it is the uh, the weapon of choice for those pesky harpies because mm. the harpies fly in the air and uh they're they're very small. They're small targets and so that minigun is makes short work of them. Also really great for those uh those headless bombers who uh it's it's always nice to get that chain reaction, right? <laughs> Where you kind of see them coming and you line them up and then you just blow them up with a minigun and they kind of like blow each other up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh some of the other weapons we have here are uh, the grenade launcher. I was not a fan of the grenade launcher. Did anyone mm. like that? I
1: loved the grenade launcher. Oh really <laughs> that did right, Tell me, tell me so, why. It did so much damage. It, it does so man. much damage. If I, I could, uh if I could line it up and just shoot it directly at one of the other uh larger mobs, like those more bipedal red guys. I just loved if we got into a room where there was even all those frogs. Just don't don't aim. Just throw grenades everywhere. <laughs> something's gonna get hit
0: the problem is a lot of times that something was me (laughs) i'd end up hitting myself or bouncing off a wall or something i don't know i was more of a rocket man there myself
2: i like rockets they're very straight they're much more straightforward like literally but well i mean not (laughs) the grenades go straight but you know they get a bounce around and then i think if they would explode if you hit something directly right wouldn't they
1: yeah Uh, yes they would
2: Here in the field, we were just
1: watching a very interesting trap that I could Mm -hmm. not even get to because (laughs) Lobos and Wiz had to cross this desert. And as they were crossing it, their health just kept dropping and dropping. And they got to this little oasis and fought a bunch of harpies. I could not get over there because I did not have enough health or armor, so I'm just sitting there watching yeah. all this happen. <laughs> and I can't remember if this was the one that we ended up deciding that we were just gonna respawn, restart, and,
2: no, and go it at it, wasn't. or if, or if you two were able to actually get back to the to the middle. No, yeah,
3: we... Oh, no, we yeah, it we, we got back yeah, there. Okay.
2: It was uh, it was one of the night ones that you start the level and then Wiz just immediately turned around yeah. and, oh, and ran. Yeah, you
3: right. go
0: the opposite direction. You can literally run for like yeah. five minutes yeah. and just hit that's the edge right, of the yeah. out there. But no, this is, uh, this is the dunes. And this one's a little bit weird because I have a mechanic that was not shown before and I don't think they use again, which is... Like some sort of heat yeah, damage, like but I couldn't figure out damage. exactly because we're in we're in the desert right mm-hmm, now, and mm-hmm. you know we're not getting hit by the sun. Right. But it seems like certain areas in the game had volumes there that if you happen to be running through there, it's like oh you're being exposed to the yeah. sun. it will start draining your life away. Yeah, I
2: think the idea was you're supposed to put dunes between you and the sun, but the majority yeah. of the stretch didn't have any, so you just kind of had to run it and then then hide. And I tested hmm. a little bit, and it seemed to work okay, but also just kind of seemed, I don't know. Maybe their their volumes weren't very accurate.
0: Now, we just fought a couple enemies there. And actually, the cool thing is, like any good game, this was one of the earlier bosses, and now they spawn two of them, and now they're normal <laughs> enemies. This one is an Aludron Reptilioid, the Highlander variant. Mm. And so this is the Goro thing, the big reptile with four arms. And they spawn behind you in the dunes, and they're chucking fireballs at you. And so, yeah, we're going to see a couple more of those coming in through this level and more levels. I want to talk about a couple more of the weapons here. There's the uh, Thompson submachine gun, and that's a that's a straight up Tommy yeah. gun, right? That that
1: was a good go to.
0: Oh yeah, that was especially for those marsh frogs. Yeah, that was a yeah. nice uh, a nice balance between ammo conservation and being able to hit those then of course you got a single pump action shotgun you got the double uh shotgun and then later on we're gonna get a laser gun oh i guess we got it yeah we did
2: yeah the plasma gun is it was it loved this
0: i don't know what it's called i think i have xl2 laser gun it's a
2: handheld x-wing
1: oh yeah it is (laughs)
0: it's got like four barrels that shoots green lasers and it's pew 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 pew, pew This one's also really good, but I always felt like the ammo was a little less plentiful. Yeah. Oh, it's electricity. I guess yeah, you're picking up electricity to to fire it. And I see Alamaxi just found a secret yodeler. Alamaxi, do you remember what that was? Because I didn't get to see it.
1: Yodel. All I did is I think I walked around the corner and I heard a quick yodel, and that was it. <laughs> I I have
0: no oh clue gosh. what
1: even triggered that. I, I do recall you guys looking around like, "Where's the yodeler?"
0: I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> this game does have secrets that are nonsensical and not worth really finding. Like at one of the levels, there is a a single health. You can go pick up the health, and it says like, "Secret trap has been activated," and then a bunch of enemies come and spawn yeah. there. It's like that's not the type of secret I want, but I I enjoy that because it just feels more dynamic. It feels like. Things are going to happen, mm-hmm. and designers have uh, played around with your expectations, which, which kind of keeps you on your toes here.
1: Mm-hmm. And the way they hide some of the things, like re- really around corners that are at the corners of the level, yeah, places that you wouldn't expect, like you say just someone randomly playing through this game, you wouldn't expect them to go there. But if you have a completionist that loves exploring, you're giving them a reason to find those corners.
0: We actually just beat Memphis Suburbs. And this one, the structure of the level was there's a there's some concrete and you have to move the concrete so you can jump down a well. Mm-hmm. And as I was jumping down the well, I saw a little exit point. And I knew that there was a secret there, but I didn't. I I basically yeah, missed I it. That. So like, you can if you move to the wall, if you're falling and you kind of uh, move into the wall there, you can actually go in there. Otherwise, you can just keep falling down. And I missed the little ledge there. I was like, oh <laughs> yeah. no! And uh, you get one shot because once you fall through the well completely, that's yeah. The end it of ends the level, line.
2: and if one person ends the level, then it ends it for everybody else. Yeah. So. Gotta go, did back. You go back and find what that secret was. You missed there.
0: Uh, I think it it looked like yeah, it was I saw just a health
2: thing, but there might have been more. That'd have been a really good yeah. place to hide a secret level. Mm.
0: Oh yeah, but no secret level on this oh. one. <laughs> I, that did kind of make the things challenging to record and try to construct a narrative here because there are sometimes cutscenes would be shown. So for instance, if you flipped a lever, sometimes you'd see something slide or like you'd complete the level. It only played that for the person that actually activated it. So if alamaxi flipped a switch and it had a cool little cinematic thing, only he would see it. So we didn't get to get everything on video here. I
2: kinda like that because if you're in the middle of like a firefight and somebody's overdoing something, sure. you'd be like, ah oh, man, but like but also in the sense that you would have to communicate that to the other people and be like, hey, somewhere mm-hmm. there's a button that you know we need to, to just open up, we got to go press, and they're like, "What what did it look yeah. like?" and then you collaborate that way
0: it totally makes sense for a gameplay perspective yeah
2: <laughs> not not a podcast recording
0: you yeah, but you don't want to interrupt the flow of the of someone's combat there, yeah. so yeah, I get it, I get it so yeah, we are on the sewers now, and this is a, a level where they have a bunch of these these uh I actually have the name here they're reben electrofishes. yeah or electrofish. And oh, I guess we just beat the level. <laughs> so there was a there was a kind of a quick little uh, jaunt into the water. There, uh, one of the things that was interesting about that is you swim down and you swim down for quite a bit, and then the water exits, mm-hmm. and then you fall through the water back onto solid ground. And here's another thing that's really awesome about Serious Sam: is a lot of games would typically do water planes. So the way that they, they structure their water is they say at this level, you know, say you go like 10 feet down, everything 10 feet and below was going to be water. So if you go 100 feet down, water, 1,000 feet down, water. Mm-hmm. But Sirius Sam actually has the ability to, d- to define a volume. So you can say like this square, this 10 by 10 square is water, and then they can do some interesting things where you can basically swim through water mm-hmm. and then end up below the water but still on solid ground. And so that's, uh, I thought that was really amazing.
1: I was so blown away that they were doing that in games this early. And I, I don't know oh, yeah. what, I don't know what might've been kind of the, the first 3D first person type game that has done that, but they did it so well in this because we've already had to kind of go through and swim through areas before. And then we're swimming through this long canal and then we're suddenly dropped down. That was one of those whoa, <laughs> moments for me.
0: I do know EverQuest in 1999 did have an area with a spherical water you could swim in and out. Nice. nice. Yeah, I'm sure that it, that was not the first, but very cool to see. And that's mm. still something you don't see a lot today. It's very rarely volumetric. It's very. It's mostly just planar. Yeah. Now here we have experimented with some of the different difficulty levels. We've got mental here. This one's challenging. And uh, Lobo's do you remember what the difference is? Like what the unique thing? I remember that.
2: I think we were like, whoa, I think Alamaxia was like, Hey, uh, the enemies are like, you know, (laughs) disappearing and out of my screen. Like, I, I think it might be bugged. And I was like, what? Oh yeah. They're on my screen too. And, Fat Wiz was like, no, it looks good on my end. So,
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I was the host. I'm like, I must have host advantage. Yeah. Like, mm, I like, don't know. This lagging. seems really weird.
2: But yeah, it's just the the mental... I don't know if it's every enemy or what, but they just kind of fade in and out of invisibility. So you have to kind of track them mentally. Yeah. And so that of, was
1: hard. Oh, mentally yeah. oh, using your brain that, Yeah, that
0: is some some of the enemies actually do have that regardless. Mm, if you right, remember yeah. like Doom, they have like the pinkies and they'll have the shadow pinkies or whatever they're called where they are invisible. The specters, yeah. Uh but yeah, this one if you are in mental difficulty, I think it's all the enemies will do that fade in fade out. And it's surprisingly challenging because again yeah. If you lose track of a monster, you have lost track of their pattern and you no longer know how to dodge there.
2: Yeah. There's a lot of times where you're like, you're whipping the camera around looking multiple locations and you might look and like, oh, there's nothing there. And then you look away for a while and turns out there was a (laughs) horde of enemies that was just at that point invisible. And you're like, oh, well, heck.
0: (laughs) Ultimately, I think I decided that not being able to see the monsters wasn't really all that fun. And so we we scaled it back one difficulties to I think it's, it's serious. serious. Yeah. It's it was still pretty pretty challenging uh, but at least the monsters didn't fade in yeah. fade out. And so that was that was fun because it was it was a good balance of just chaos blowing up stuff and still being able to to see what you're mm-hmm. shooting
1: at. I think that's what we kept it on for the rest of the game, right? Yeah. I am. Yeah. Okay.
0: It is worth noting that there wasn't any real challenge here because we had infinite lies and you can keep respawning. But I think we still played it. Like we were still trying to get health and ammo and find secrets and stuff. But yeah, again, that that was our decision. You can totally say like all right, you are only allowed to have three respawns and then you gotta restart the level. So lots of customability yeah. to or customization to how you wanna play the game.
2: Yeah, maybe with like you know fifteen people in there, if it's the same amount of enemies, oh, it's like, well, okay, maybe we should put limited lives because
0: you all get one. <laughs> yeah, and then and you can even turn on friendly oh, fire man. and make a little battle royale thing, yeah. right? I don't yeah. know.
2: I mean, there is w- without friendly fire, there's still at the end you get a score, so you can still kind of compete yeah. while it's PVE. So yeah, that's good.
0: Is the score shared though? Oh, maybe it is. The score is oh, it
2: might be. It might be. I thought it I showed thought you individual scores as well, but maybe not. Yeah
0: yeah I'm not sure.
2: we'll see at the end of this level here.
0: On this level, we are on metropolis, and this one is uh kind of a concrete hovels dotting the uh the landscape here. though actually, it kind of looks like if if you have like a big castle, this looks like the city or like right in front of the castle sure, yeah. where it's like they've kind of built up there, but it's not really fortified. It's just there ha- happens to be some sort of civilization that lives out here. And I think what we're trying to do, if I remember right, I think we may need to pick up some more things. Uh, I, I don't remember what the objective is. Or if it was just we had to kill creatures. I think we just had
2: to keep killing Yeah, I think that one was just kill. and then. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, because that door opens up, and then we get a long hallway yeah. down like the alley of the metropolis, which is actually kind of yeah, cool. Yeah,
2: and at that point is when I was like, I'm just going to speedrun past all these guys. And so <laughs> I wound up <laughs> on the other side behind where they're spawning, yeah. But then they all turned to me, and that it didn't no, work wh- out.
0: What you did was you just spawned them all for That's us true. to kill. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. not cool, because I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, so some of the other monsters, we've talked about those clear skeletons. There's also, we talked about the bull. They're called Syrian warbles. Uh, I believe these things that they, they walk on two legs, and they shoot laser beams oh, yeah. at you, are the biomechanized. Yeah. Uh, so there's a minor and a major. One is blue and one is red. And so those those are pretty cool. Actually, one will shoot rockets at you. So yeah. I think the blue ones shoot lasers and then the red ones shoot rockets, I think. That's
2: kind of what I remember. They're basically like organic yeah. ATST mech type things. Yep. And the, it's kind of weird, you know, the organic metal mix. It's like, ugh, but it's whatever. Like, <laughs> the top of them would just look like a big brain. Yeah, like Krang. The, crang. the whole, whole top of them. <laughs> yeah, like Krang. I did want to mention that uh, in one of the earlier levels, there was like some kind of raised stuff in the corners and at that point in the game I started doing a lot more rocket jumping so you could rocket jump up there and I think from every level that uh, forward from there, I was like, I'm going to try and rocket jump on everything and we do even get out of bounds in a couple points but uh, yeah, there's a lot of fun movement options that you have. I think it was it wasn't this level, I think it was a nighttime level. I got launched out
1: of bounds outside of the walls of the city and I, a good five minutes I was going, Well, I'm just I don't know how to get back in. <laughs> I, I I think I think eventually I was able blow to blow yourself up. Yeah, I think eventually I blew myself up and was able to get No, no, I, I did that and it spawned me back outside of the oh, wall. Yeah, that's right. It, it, yeah. it took until you guys progressed far enough that it actually pulled me back in. Cause it this did have yeah. kind of a mechanic that that it, it kind of caught everyone back up at certain checkpoints.
0: There are about thirty harpies in the air and they shoot these Beautiful blue bolts, but this honestly looks like a space map. <laughs> when you're looking up. Awesome. You see all these lasers going all everywhere. Yeah. Uh, it's it's so cool. There, so yeah, we are just in another big arena here, and they're spawning tons of bulls there. I think we are on the verge of Yay. getting my favorite yeah. weapon, the cannon, the SBC cannon, uh, which basically shoots giant cannonballs or bowling balls or something like that. I'm not not sure exactly what it is
2: seems like there're massive cannonballs and but yeah it's a really fun weapon once we once we grab it here
0: once we get it yeah i think that's going to be another l- one one or two levels cuz i think we're on metropolis still and trying to open up into the alley of the sphinx one of the other things i wanted to note here is the demo that was released with the game Very interesting. So first of all, it's like it's a one level and it's 40 minutes and it's actually one of the last levels Mm -hmm. in the game and probably one of the best levels, which is probably why they, you know, they distributed that out for people to play. But they also changed a lot of the enemies that spawn. So I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, yeah, I did just see that I I was playing as a Santa. (laughs) I forgot about that. And then. And then uh, I guess Alamaxia, you were playing as like a disco character, right? All right, now here we, we've got uh, the Egyptian nighttime thing mm-hmm. uh, in Level Ten Alley of the Sphinx. This is the one where you can you can clearly see the direction you need to go. You need to go to uh, this large building that looks like in the Egyptian mm-hmm. city, of course. But you can also turn around and just run, and I edited that from the video there, but yeah, you can run over a hill, you climb over the hill, I was like, oh man, I'm totally gonna find a secret back here, and then you eventually just run over to an invisible wall. I was like, why didn't you make the (laughs) invisible wall the mountain, guys?
2: (laughs) Get your hopes up, that's exactly why.
0: Uh, Yeah, I certainly did. And this is the one where we found, I wasn't sure if this was actually an infinite spawner, or it eventually would stop. But we did find next to one of these pillars, something that kept spawning these clear skeletons. And it, it sure seemed like it, it was an infinite spawner because they just kept dropping. They kept dropping. They're like, maybe we should just run. And so we eventually did that.
1: I do remember us spending a lot of time out in this courtyard Yeah, area. yeah.
0: Oh yeah, and this is why, because we got ourselves oh, a cannon. There it,
2: is. there it is.
0: This was great. Just like three, three cannonballs from all you guys just kind of rolling <laughs> down the aisle. That's great.
2: Yeah, it was it was pretty much an instant kill on almost all the enemies and especially the bull. Yeah, the bull like is great. Those
0: things like to clump up and just like shooting one one cannonball at those bulls. That was great.
2: Yeah, and it has the two modes. Like you've got like basically just a giant ball that rolls that eventually explodes, and then you can what was it charge it up and then it would sh- mm-hmm. you can charge it it shoot a more direct fiery cannonball that would explode on impact. I personally liked the regular cannonball just because it, it felt like bowling. So you would just line up a bunch of enemies and just <laughs> yeah. through them all.
0: One of the things that was dangerous, though, is if you do the bowling, if it doesn't hit anything, it'll just kind of yeah. sit there and then explode when something touches it. And so with three different cannonballs on the battlefield, you're never sure, like, which one did I fire? <laughs> yeah. Which one was Lobos's?
2: I bet that would get real messy with full friendly fire on.
0: Uh, or end with sixteen yeah.
1: people there. Oh my gosh! I think at one point I was just firing the cannon in random directions. Later oh, yeah. on, because we were so surrounded. Oh yeah. Just figure ah they're gonna bounce around and take out at least five enemies each.
0: So we're in another of the uh, the good old arenas, and they're kind of being more blatant about it now, <laughs> right? Because before it was like oh you're in the dunes and there's a couple trees here, and you just have to fight a bunch of enemies, but in that room we were just saying is like no this is literally just a square concrete area with monsters spawning it's actually kind of comical when you think about it they don't really try to explain away any of the spawning they just pop a monster yeah. in there's no vfx there's no fanfare it's just like boom uh, monster spawning and okay so here here's my explanation for that if if we have that time lock device, maybe they do too, oh. and they're like actually spawning mm-hmm. from the time lock. Uh, I don't know, yeah. sending people back in time. Maybe, maybe seeming
1: so. down from a mothership or something.
0: Or well, there's no mothership yet, but we'll get there. Now we are near the end of the level here, and this is a part where I think this is all the elements we've been collecting. I think this is where we put them on the a couple pedestals. Mm. So they're spread out at four different corners of this arena, and I believe that every time you place one of the elements, it spawns another wave mm. of enemies. Um, but I don't think we really waited.
2: No, I don't think we did either. And I remember we were having some trouble <laughs> uh, getting them to actually fully activate because, like, I think three of them were done.
0: Yeah, three of them were done, and we're like, what is, did someone put not put theirs down I'm not sure. I don't ever see where... I looked in the video. I didn't ever see an acknowledgement that all of them mm. were put down. But uh, suffice to say, oh. it did uh, put them down. And then we get to the next area and we're, we're kind of moseying all along. And this huge fire <laughs> elemental, it's technically called a lava golem, nice. spawns. And it. so remember, we were talking about those huge Goro things that were probably like 20 times the size of Sam. These are probably like forty times the size of Sam, and when they when you kill the big one, they blow up into smaller yep. ones. And so I think there's two times that it does it. So it goes like from large to medium and then small. And each time it multiply, divides, yeah. it multiplies. Yeah, uh, but that was a cool enemy. I thought that was a lot of fun and also a good target for those bowling definitely, balls coming definitely. at Adam. <laughs> <Right. laughs>
1: They're rolling all over the place there. <laughs> Yeah. That that big that big molten elemental just reminded me of Ragnaros from World of Warcraft. Oh. yeah. In, in <laughs> my head I was just going, By fire be purge. Right.
0: Yeah, it, it certainly looks like it. It's just a big they just have a bunch of like uh scrolling UVs there on that texture, <laughs> just like it got that shimmering fire look to it. All right, now we're going into Karnak, Carnage. Which is a level eleven. And I wonder if this is the one where we skipped? All right, so you guys think you skipped, but oh. I'm actually actually thinking that that is the way you were supposed to beat this level. So there's these ledges that you can rocket jump up to, and I feel like that was the intentional way to get up there. I guess <sighs> yeah, we'll find out possible. here in a minute. I
2: just feel like, well, I mean, I guess you could get soft locked if you don't have rockets, right? But I don't know. Maybe they just uh, throw a ton of rockets I at you. I guess
0: that's true. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, no, this isn't the yeah, level. Yeah. This is, uh, all right, so this is, this. yeah, this is Karnak. Mm. This is the demo level. Ah, okay. So again, if, you'd, if you were to go download the demo of this game, you would be playing this level. But a- as you see here, we have the, the lava golems, and those do not spawn in the demo. And actually, the demo is also a different time of day. Interesting.
1: I'm wanting to say that the first level of the game is in the same place as this. I, I remember us actually playing through the first the same places a couple of times.
2: Interesting.
0: Oh, okay. Well, in any case, even if they reuse this area, the actual mechanics of beating the level here are the same as the demo because there's a door that's locked and you have to flip these two switches to bring these two Sphinx next to each other. They're like a, almost like sarcophagus with a, a Sphinx mm-hmm. on top of them. And when they come face-to-face... They like spit out sand and that fills in this area which has tra- which has spikes that you couldn't normally cross. And so once those spikes are filled in with sand, now you can go on to the next door. And so, yeah, that is absolutely what the demo does. And then once you go on past that area, uh, the same areas are, are there, including this area here. I think, Alamaxa, you took this trap also, right? Yep. Uh, Another trap room. uh, Do you remember what happens here? I I remember, but I want to see Um, if you you can describe it.
1: Inside, it was pitch black. They turned off all lights, and Mm -hmm. they were just spawning um, clears. They're spawning everything that we've seen up until now, except for the massive giant Goro guys. I think there might have even been um, like a green Goro boy in there. And... Wow. it was uh it was really neat because of the way lighting is done in this game at, at times the entire room would just light up hmm. if I got out my um, that little x-wing, uh, x-wing laser and yeah. yeah the the whole room was just you see green lasers and bursts of light it was so cool looking
2: i remember on the outer side of that room there were these windows that we were like oh are we gonna rocket jump out here i think i think this was the level that we mm-hmm. we got out of bounds and we were helping uh Wiz, who was in a room all by himself one of those huge arenas and we were up on the walls just like all right well
0: oh right, we will help yes. over here <laughs> yeah this area is absolutely gorgeous. It reminds me a lot of the Washington Monument. Oh yeah, yeah. Where it's got the uh, it's got a very long square pool area with a large monolith mm-hmm. in the middle there. And of course, there's a couple different areas you can explore here, um, but most of it leads to a single tunnel that. So the door is locked, but you can use that tunnel to go in and then up and get into the building there. And that's what we got to do. Oh, but I got electrocuted so by those fish. Those fish, fish so were nasty. That, that's still no fun. Yeah. They guess they got some wicked teeth, right? They did. It's like
2: they're like piranhas and they just
0: They're piranhas, but they shoot yes. electricity yep. at you.
2: <laughs> so, it's a bad mix.
0: I think this is the area that we actually did something that said it we activated some sort of Oh no, I guess this oh, is yeah, it. Yeah. So we activated a secret switch and then you go back outside to that monument that we were just at, and here's another one of those examples of the volumetric water because you're you're swimming down and kind of around mm-hmm. really, really cool here. Is this the one with the, there's like a little shimmering. Yeah. Orb thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So in, inside of here, it's the first of two, at least two that I know of, of it almost looks like a big goop of mercury. Yeah.
2: I remember somebody telling me in the chat that it was, it was basically an Easter egg as it was like something they yeah. used in a tech demo and they just threw it in the level I don't know if you know more specific I don't know, weird alien stuff. Yeah. Who cares, <laughs> right?
0: And here's another er- secret area that we found. It's all jumping in the water
2: oh yeah this looks cool
0: you you can find a secret little wall that is discolored and this one so you get into this half circle thing and it actually reminds me you guys remember sonic where you got try to collect the chaos emeralds yeah oh yeah the bonuses yeah it's like a spherical level yeah it kind of remind me of that where there's a bunch of like little armor plates in the (laughs) spherical thing and you run around and get it Moving on here, we have the second of the arenas that has just a ton of those marsh frogs <laughs> there with that same boss thing. And I think it's just comical looking at the ground here, just how much blood and gore just splattered all over the, the floor. It was just, uh, it, I mean, well, not anymore because it's been cleaned Oof, right. up. But they have fast custodians here. But yeah, it's just just a mess. I of- think I
2: kind of accidentally did the whole thing with yes. the, yeah, the bowls crashing into the wall and giving us access. That was pretty really cool, though.
0: Yeah, they have this thing called... Uh, let's see if I can get the name right. It's called... It's a thing that like communicates with you. uh, Like NES, Nestia or something like that. Anyway, you can scan things. That's Netrixa. Net, Netrixa. Netrixa? Uh Yeah. Anyway, it stands for something. I'm not sure, but it's basically the voice in your head. Ah, uh, okay. It allows you to actually scan things and weapons and enemies. We haven't chatted about that at yeah, all, that's true. Uh, Lobos, as the resident lore expert. You want to right. How that so
2: just works? The <laughs> ancient aliens had a bestiary, and you need to fill. No, I don't know what the lore is, but there was basically a bestiary. No, in... I
0: think that's I'm pretty sure that's right. <laughs> that's that's canon. Yeah, just
2: as you, I think, kill things. If you land the killing blow, I think you would get an entry for whatever that is you killed as well as uh, a bunch of other things i don't i don't remember exactly what yeah, you
0: can like sometimes scan the scan doors uh-huh. and, and switches and and that door that door you're talking about with the bull that crashed oh. through i think it says something like oh this door can't be opened by conventional uh, means and then it just so happens that a bunch of those bulls come and and uh allow you to sidestep them and they'll crash through the door gotcha huh. But look at you—the lowdown on your weapons, and they'll show three D models of the enemies, and they'll kind of explain the plot. But <laughs> you know, who's got time to read here?
2: This is the one that we definitely quote unquote skipped on, where we rocket yes. jumped onto a little side ledge, and then the whole point was to go into these two rooms and collect what was it—a feather? And
0: yeah, you have to collect a feather and then something, something else.
2: else. And then it would open, like, the main chamber door. So, here, yes, here we're yeah. Rocket jumping up. I guess that... I don't know, like...
0: I couldn't find a way in. The only yeah. way I could figure out how to get in here is Rocket.
2: Well, it puts a lot of, um, you know, faith in the player to be able to make that call and the jump. I mean, it's
0: the game a game truly built for low. <laughs> I wonder if
2: they just assume the player has blown themselves up enough
1: <laughs> this, by this time that they kind of figured out they can launch themselves.
0: Here was something really cool. There was a, a large pit oh, yeah. there. And I, I don't know if, Lobos, you jumped down on purpose or you got pushed down, but I saw you go in, and then on the chat, it actually said, Lobos discovered a secret. I'm like, heck yeah, I'm going to jump in there too. <laughs> and sure enough, it brings you to a little secret area here. Oh, man. Now, this is a monument we are erecting uh, out of the Earth itself. It almost looks like a missile. Yeah, that's that what year, I got. Or like a spaceship we <laughs> That's priming. what I
2: felt like when I saw that happening. I was like... We're gonna launch a rocket. Felt very Planet of the Apes too. <laughs> if anyone's seen that, I've d- I not seen the
0: second one though.
1: No. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think
0: this is. I think this is Luxor. <laughs> yeah, I think this is Luxor. And actually, what you have is two of these pillars which you have um, have summoned, and they they begin to actually open up and start glowing. They almost look like they're homing. You know, if I don't know anybody, or I'd say it's looking for a mothership yeah, to call like in, big right? Beacon. Yeah, Big Beacon. It says, come on down I here. I have to say,
2: I've been to the Luxor in Vegas, and I don't remember this at all. Like, I don't know. This...
0: Well, I think I think it's the other way around. I think Luxor <laughs> failed to make these better stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: fair. that's fair. That's fair. All
0: right, so uh, there is a secret level on Luxor called the Sacred Yards. Again, we didn't get there. I'm not sure how to get there, but... Uh, the last level we made it to is the Great Pyramid. This is a cool level that starts out kind of lame because you are you enter in just a huge arena and no you just gotta sit there and fight. Oh like it's basically there's twelve different entrances for monsters. I had joked around that it's basically like a designer figured out how to like cut and paste <laughs> or hit the multiply button because it doesn't stop. There's just tons there's of lot. monsters that come out. And they just keep see, keep coming. And it's it's like, all right, well, first you're going to fight, you know, you're going to fight the clear skeletons. And then you're going to fight the bulls. Uh, fight and, a bunch yeah. of bulls. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I feel like they just try to go through every permutation or combination <laughs> of mobs that they could throw at you. It's like they start with one, yeah. then that one and another, then that one, another, and another. Yeah.
0: I definitely got the sense of... Like, kind of flashbacks of like mega man boss right. fights where it's like all right you got to go fight all the bosses before you can go fight the real boss it's kind mm-hmm. of what it felt like here
2: they did have some neat little secrets though if you went into the spawning rooms i think yeah um
0: yeah i think i actually do show this in oh, one one okay, of the nice, videos nice. here
2: it's also kind of nicer in the sense in this arena because they give you this constantly respawning like ammo pack and i think maybe health yeah. so you can just keep
0: going but it is shared, It is shared, right? no, yeah. so you couldn't monopolize. But it was nice because it was like, finally I can kind of use these cannons yeah. with Reckless Abandon and yeah. don't have to worry about the ammo. Mm-hmm. So we are going into... Each one of these tunnels is very, very dark, but you can see a little shimmer of something in there. Uh, one single armor <laughs> piece and I go pick it up, and it says, surprise, trap has been activated. Oh, and a bunch of uh, those biomechanical ATST walkers, well, they spawn, but they're made short work of with some cannonballs there.
1: Right there, when you were looking in the back of that cave, did really kind of showcase how the lighting is affected by the yep. weapons around you. And yeah, that's totally. really what I was seeing in that completely darkened room, just everywhere I looked was just pitch black. Nice.
0: After you fight all the enemies there, you are literally just teleported out of there. <laughs> like you actually fall like a, a foot or two off the ground here. And here is the final run up to the Great Pyramid. And we were wondering, we're like, hey, you know, was that the end boss? Is that it? And <laughs> someone in Lobos' chat is like, no, you'll know when you see the end boss. And I think it's safe to say that we know we have found the, the end boss here.
2: Yeah, it's basically a super Goro that looks, looks kind of oh, like yeah, Diablo yeah. or something.
0: This guy's name is Urzhan the oh, Third, the vicious the warlock. Third. Dang, yeah. We see this dude. we were previously talking about the that lava beast being like forty times the size of Sirius Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say this guy is more like eighty times, <laughs> so he's probably like double the size of that he's lava a big thing. Boy, he's big. And it was really cool because I saw him. I was like, "Holy crap, look at this!" And then I'm like, "Guys, dude, there's a mothership coming yeah. out of like from behind him." Yeah. So you've got this big devilish goro beast that's coming at you and this mothership that was coming at him. And meanwhile there's a health bar and so we're just unloading him like this is a this is straight up Independence Day style <laughs> mothership stuff going on, right?
2: Yeah, and we were like we have this in the bag, like he's almost dead. Yeah. And then yeah. he decides to heal all the way to full and, we're, and he well, not to up. full, but he heals up and
0: and so we're like, all right, what do you got to kill? You got to kill a mothership? What, what's going on? We, we probably spent 10 minutes trying to to damage that guy. And they're like, all right, there's got to be something else. Right. So you run up to the pyramid and you see this this ball of energy and you're like, all right, that's got to be it. You step into it and you're put in your last final arena. This is an interesting fight. Mm-hmm. Alamaxi, do you want to walk us through how this works?
1: We started out just kind of pelting away at him and not really finding much headway because he kept regenerating. But around the room, there are these uh, these circular energy platforms that are hovering above the ground. And in the middle of the room, there is a uh, circle of light. And uh, what I learned that this actually is through the lore is this is the transport system to get someone onto the mothership.
0: Hmm. Yeah,
1: And what you're supposed to do is uh, we have these ramps that launch us really high and really far, and we drop into the Ring of Light, which is, um, I guess, one of the four keys to getting the mothership to do its transport. Once you unlock all four of them, then the mothership will shoot down a beam into the center, and if you are one of the uh, races that is authorized to get onto the ship, it'll transport you up. If you are Ugzan and you are not also one of those races, (laughs) then it won't transport you and will instead just do a little body disintegration. Nice.
0: Oh, how do you become authorized to... So this mothership is not on the same side as Ugh?
1: From what I was reading in the lore, no. This guy, like, this particular guy's race was not authorized to be on this ship, and that's the reason oh. why this ship was what fired
2: on him. Well, he's kind of like a demon. Okay. Maybe it's like aliens versus demons going on. I don't
1: know.
0: Well, he is very big. Yeah. Like, if he if he were to go in the ship, he would probably blow it up <laughs> because he, he's he's a that's pretty big true. boy.
1: Probably good reason not to be on the ship.
0: So we knocked down a shield. That's what the... Uh, or no, no, we um. Oh, there it goes. We activated those four keys a couple times, but he was never in the right location. So it took us a couple tries to get him in, like in the center. Yeah, it's kind of like a little bit of a kiting him, like World of Warcraft style, <laughs> like pull him over here, make sure he's in the thing, then activate yeah. it.
1: I feel like we figured this guy out a lot quicker than than even just figuring out how to get into the room. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Because you never know. It's like maybe he regens himself like 10 times and then like, and then that's it or whatever. And who knows? Maybe you just keep killing other enemies, (laughs) but we did it. We did it.
0: Yeah. And that is it. Thank you so much. We got a cool little video here. Thanking all of our Patreon supporters. If you're a supporter for April, your name is listed right here. And so that's a cool little new thing that we've added. I think we want to do that going forward. Just so we can get some. Uh, I actually want to add some more fanfare to this, but this is kind of a first draft. So nice. hopefully that, that was interesting and cool. Thank you, everyone. Very nice. And that was Serious Sam. Oh. Fun little game. It was pretty quick. Probably what four, four and a half, five hours yeah, co-op like there. That.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a long. It wasn't a long playthrough, but it's one that I think I'd have fun playing through again. Yeah, I, yeah it's replayable. I, as heck. I, I have a group of friends that I know they play Serious Sam, so now I need to go get all the others and play through those with them. Cause they are like, what you played the first one, you have to play the rest of them now.
2: <laughs> nice.
0: The second one, uh it, it takes a tongue in cheek uh, humor. And I think they it cranks it up to 11. <laughs> awesome. So uh yeah, worth checking out. All right. Uh, as we previously saw, we uh, want to really thank the Patreons for your support. and making this episode possible. We got another, on the hot streak of Patreons, we got a new hey. one. I'm so Dan. So thank, thank you. you, I'm so Dan, for your support. Nice. Continuing on that streak of, uh, I think it's like six months in a row. It's got to stop somewhere, but I don't want it to stop next next month. So let's see if we can get someone else <laughs> there to uh, sign up. And if you are interested in signing up, you can head over to patreon.com slash Saturday Morning Gaming Show to learn more including our bonus goal of uh, playing Earthbound and doing like a two-hour long episode on that. So that should be pretty interesting. Uh, before we get going and moving on, though, do we have any closing thoughts here, Alamaxia Lobos, you want to kind of chat about with your time here in Sirius Sam?
1: I, I think I kind of already said my piece in that I, I loved the game. I am really looking forward to playing more of them the overall just smoothness of not only the graphics but how the game just continually continually ramped up that difficulty and just had more and more and more mo- just enemies throwing at you i loved mm-hmm. it i loved it so much i can't wait to do the others oh man
2: yeah it's cool. just it's just fun run and gun gameplay you know with you don't have to really think too much you just get ammo and use ammo and that's it and <laughs> don't die but it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun.
0: I I think um, we didn't mention it as we we tend to forget many games. But that's it's uh, kind of a banging soundtrack. I think oh, yeah. um, I think it's gonna. I, I, it might be up for discussion here in our 2001 uh, Game of the Year awards. I think I think someone might put that on there.
1: I was listening to the soundtrack to prepare me for this podcast. That's a really Ooh, good call yeah. on it. Nice. Tonight.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, sadly, that is going to be it for Serious Sam, the first encounter. So thank you so much to everyone for listening to us on the podcast or watching us on YouTube.
1: So um, we we hunted for, you know, a handful of secrets in here. Is, is there another game we can play that just is, you know, we're just going to play the entire game looking for little things? <laughs>
0: Oh yes, I think I think you're talking about Mist Three Exile. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> That's that the is one. the next game we're playing. Nice. I'm really excited about this one because you know, Mist One and Two ha- have been uh, able to be played by our, our rules of of you know, 20 year old games or more mm. uh, for a while now. Mist Three just became eligible this year, 2021. As that as Miss Three was released in 2021, but you know going forward like Miss Four, we'll have to actually kind of wait, so uh, we won't get to see the exciting conclusion to the story for a couple of years. I'm not sure exactly when it came out, but yeah. suffice to say, Miss Three looks beautiful. I've been playing it; it's lots of fun, oh. and it's going to be uh, Lobos and I, uh, Alamaxi. You haven't played one and two, so you're going to sit this one out. perfectly fine he's gonna he's gonna gun up for the next the next next episode which we're not going to talk about yet but uh we'll we'll see him again here in june
1: but do remember we release a new podcast monthly so follow and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google, or whatever your platform of choice is.
0: Yeah, and hey, if you're listening to us on a platform that allows you to rate us, please do so. It helps us out and uh, allows us to continue growing and sharing our content with fine folks such as yourself.
2: And all of our episodes, our contact info and information you can find on SaturdayMorningGamingShow.com
0: And of course we got a special shout out to TechnoAx for much of the music on this episode.
1: For Saturday Morning Gaming! I'm Malamaxia. And I'm Lobos.
0: And I'm the Fat Wizard. We'll see you in May with Mist 3 Exile for the PC.